Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world that the United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. Where we continue to follow the capture and killing of Osama bin Laden now. Those are just some of the scenes overnight as thousands of Americans gathered in celebration of Osama bin Laden's death. Former Navy SEAL Rob O'Neill says he has thought about the mission every day since that May Day in 2011. From multiple conversations you had with Rob O'Neill over the past year and a half, how'd you get And you described that his head kind of exploded yes. when you hit him. Yes, I actually hit him three times because I shot him twice when he was standing and once on the ground. That is the fucking American badass. Go, go, go. We are not going for fame and we are not going for bravado. We are going for the single mom who dropped her kids off at elementary school on a Tuesday morning, and then 45 minutes later, she jumped to her death out of a skyscraper. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. I'm Rob O'Neill, and this is the Operator Podcast. Welcome back to the Operator Podcast. This is episode 27. I'm your host, Robert J. O'Neill, and today we are going to talk about how the United States gets to enter World War III. Normally, we have a lot of fun with this, and we will have some fun today. We had to get into some facts early on. I'm going to let you know right now, if you're watching, my uh, tomahawk is missing from behind me because I needed to uh, regulate around the neighborhood. I had to chop firewood with it. I need to make some kindling. That's all that really happened. It's always a better story to say you had to regulate, but that's not the truth. I love my neighbors. Love thy neighbor. That's how... We roll, but we are gonna we're gonna we're gonna go back a little bit because uh, we're at a point right now where we don't have a plan and um, we're gonna get pulled in or we're gonna start if we haven't already started it. If you back up a little bit and look, and again, we will discuss some of the stuff that I bring up on side notes further in different episodes. Can't cover them all today, like World War One or. As they call when World War One started, they didn't call it World War One. It was just the Great War because it was the first one. If you call it World War One off the bat, you're like, well, shit, there's going to be a World War Two. What the hell are we fighting this one for? But we are not that logical. The Great War was started when war erupted in Europe in 1914. The 28th president uh, pledged that we would not get into. War. We were not. We're not going to enter into that war. So, uh, Wilson said, "We're not going to war. We're going to remain neutral." But stuff happened, and the big question was, why would Germany try to pull the United States into the Great War? We didn't have a plan. Claiming neutrality, sitting back between the two huge oceans on our sides, just kind of cheering it on, kind of like we're doing now. Boom, we get pulled into that. Uh, we'll talk about World War One later. Then. Um, the, after the Great War, there was we did call it World War II because the entire world went to war after the First World War, so we're going to call this one too. Uh, again, at first, it was if you can believe it was the Germans. They were they were causing some shit, for lack of a better term. 
Again, we're you know we're sending advisors. Isn't it amazing when we send advisors and equipment? We were sending airplanes and advisors and pilots to England to fight the Luftwaffe Germans, but we're not going to get. We're not entering. But I'm assuming somewhere along the lines, some people who were making some money making the airplanes and hopefully deterring um, the Pacific Fleet making bigger ships. You know, you know. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, now we're at a point where there's we start to get into some conspiracy theories. What do we know? When did that administration find out that the Japanese, who were um, who were rustling up shit on their end, uh, when did they know they were going to bomb Pearl Harbor, which they did? But we did happen to have some carriers out to see the day, uh, the day that Pearl Harbor was bombed. Uh, and again, that's a couple other episodes. We're going to get into the history that we have before. Uh, incredible history in the Pacific Fleet, and 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 please, um, please bear with me when I talk about stuff like this because, uh, I, if someone who's been to war, I'm not a fan of war, and I I don't like it, and I really wish there wouldn't be a war. I hate that so many innocent people are killed at war, which they are. Uh, which and the same thing. I'm going to get into Ukraine. Believe me, we're going to get to how I got to World War Three. Ukraine is involved, um, but it's not the people in Ukraine. And what's happening there is atrocious. Uh, Vladimir Putin is a horrible person, a horrible dictator, and I do not agree with what he's doing, even though what he's saying to his Russian people with his propaganda, he can let them know that because where they're fighting, that's Mother Russia, and we're just taking it back because, well, if you can imagine there's someone in power in a, in a place saying, well, these are just Nazis and we're trying to stop the Nazis. These are the fascists and the Nazis. You ever heard that shit before? When you don't really have an argument, call them Nazis, which is crazy. Which is crazy when you think, and I've mentioned this as well, that like Joseph Stalin killed like, um, what, three times the people that Hitler did? And, and Hitler's like always the one, well, he's a Hitler, they're Nazis and they're fascists. They never bring up Stalin. I think it's maybe because FDR was calling Joseph Stalin Uncle Joe, um, whatever reasons politicians do what they do. Um, but we are going to get into that. But, uh, um, I, I hate what's happening. I know there's, there's, you know, we've had Americans killed there. We've had journalists killed there and maimed. We've had Americans go over and help um, disguising themselves as uh, an ambulatory unit. These are former um, military heroes helping people there. Uh, I know there's chemical weapons being used, people dying horrible deaths, living in horrible... I mean, I've been over to that part of the world, and it just, I mean, living there in general sucks in February... But going to war, I can't imagine what that's like. Um, and it, it just, war sucks. It, it sucks to be a part of. It's, I mean, it sucks to fight. Yes, there are some good times, but most of it just sucks. Um, but then uh, if you say anything against Ukraine now, it's, it's uh, oh, you're pro-Putin, you're a fascist. The, I mean, here's a question that I bring up is, uh, it, it, are you going to blindly support something that Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and Adam Schiff um, say that we're 100% all in when they bring their president Zelensky over here and they hang a Ukrainian flag in our capital and everyone stands up and cheers and they speak in, in, in Ukrainian. Um, or um, I'm just gonna, You're going to blindly follow people that if, if you don't put the Ukrainian flag in your bio on your social media accounts, you must be a fascist? <laughs> what the shit is, is that all about? So that's, I mean, that's we're, we're going to talk about how this is going. And even now when I'm seeing... Because we're supporting Ukraine, and at first it was going to be with just defensive weapons. 
Um, but then like you, you know, and, and those fucking people on Facebook that, that put these videos with cool music of bombs being dropped. And I saw one today of, uh, these Russian tanks, they're retreating in battle and they're getting hit with Ukrainian artillery. Okay. Well, ask yourself this. We're just supplying defensive weapons. Cause I'm not smart enough to understand what I'm talking about, but why would those Russian tanks be retreating? Oh, because they're using javelin missiles against the Russian tanks and probably Bradley's that American supplies, which by the way, Eh, can be defensive, but they can be pretty offensive too. And look at the Ukrainian artillery as it shells these retreating Russian tanks. No, no, no. That's American artillery. And yeah, we gave it to the Russians, but I'm not there. I mean, did we just train them? We got guys in there. Who knows? I'm questionable, but I do know, and we've talked about the Abrams tanks that are going. The F-16s aren't going yet, but boy, I tell you what, the pen is getting wet, man. Just to sign those contracts to dry so someone gets paid. So, here is the, some of the stuff that I want to bring up that because these are so big, they do get mentioned, maybe, but they're not headlining articles. We need to talk about Nord Stream 1 and 2. Okay, these are pipelines that the Germans had wanted to deliver gas from Russia. So Russia built these multi-billion dollar pipelines to bring gas from Russia into Germany and the rest of Europe. And the United States was critical of these uh, pipelines, and uh, especially during the Trump administration. And they wanted them shut down, but they only shut these two things down after Russia invaded Ukraine. Um, then they were sabotaged and blown up. Now, the messed up thing is before they were sabotaged, uh, we had officials up to and including the top of the food chain, say that if this stuff's going and, and Russia invades Ukraine, we're going to blow them up, basically. And they said we were. And then afterwards, there were people bragging about it, like, yeah, they're now they're at the bottom of the sea, which is dangerous. But sometimes if you own the media and the media's not good, I mean, the media's job is to tell us what the government's doing and hold them accountable. But now that the media's on the take and they only do what they, their bosses tell them to say, because if not, they'll get fired, they're going to tell you whatever. No one's being, well... Most on the left are not being held accountable, so this is not a big story. And something happened, and you know, blown up, twisted metal at uh, 160 to 300 feet. In a, in a way, after the investigation, only this could only have been an explosion. So what did we do? Well, the Russians did it. Now, here's where that horrible world word called logic comes in. Ask yourself this. Why would the Russians blow up their own multi-billion dollar pipeline that they built? Why, why would they get rid of that, that leverage for negotiation or that source of, of income? You know, if, if, if they were going to invade and they wanted eventually um, to say, if, if you do this and let us have this, uh, we, if they turned it off because we turned our pipelines off, now they're depending on this gas, the Russians could say, well, if you let us keep this, we would just, um, we'll turn it on and that would be an attractive way for a potential peace movement, right? And, and it, it, not that that would happen, but... It was an option that the Russians had, and they're not going to take it off the table by blowing their own pipeline up because they're only going to get that 24-hour news cycle to say, yeah, look at us, we blew, we blew it up. And then after it was blown up, the West being us, and we're always the good guys, right? There's no way we're involved with anything shady. We, being the United States and the Europeans, have conducted, count not countless, but several uh, investigations to this for months and then, you know, this happened months ago, uh, and there hasn't been a shred of evidence pointing to Russia. Not, not anything. And I'm not just talking like, uh, 
If there's anything of Russian sabotage, they're going to tell us. They would tell us. You know why? Because they want the world to know. Because they have that Ukrainian flag in their bio, and they're definitely anti-Russia. So they would tell us if Russia did that. So um, there's just this is this is one of the uh, uh, this is the the drumbeat of a war that um, the fact that we've come up with nothing is, is so telling. So. Uh, Anything for any kind of intel, any kind of email, any kind of communications, any you know, anyone involved, it, it, it had to be Russia. Here is where the problem comes in, and I'm going to talk about a couple different reasons. But but if Russia didn't do it, and if we have tried to prove that Russia did it, and we can't, here's the question: Who did it? Who done it? Always talking about current events, what's going on overseas, just some of the madness. And the dollar just hit a seven-month low, and we all saw what happened with some of the other markets. Why would you trust your hard-earned savings and unstable governments printing their way out of debt or with other volatile overseas investments? Take my advice. Protect your financial future with something real. Gold and silver from my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver, or if you prefer, have it delivered securely right to your front door. I've been a lot of places in the world, a lot of different countries, and there's only one universal currency that is always of value, and that is gold. Allegiance Gold has some of the highest ratings in the industry, five stars with Trustlink, AAA rated with the Business Consumer Alliance, and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Go to protectwiththeoperator.com and get up to $2,500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them the operator sent you, or give them a call at 844-790-9191. That's 844-790-9191. We cannot control the Biden administration, but we can prepare for the consequences of their policies. So that's protectwiththeoperator.com. Protectwiththeoperator.com or give them a call at 844-790-9191. And so here is where the vultures start to circle, or a vulture, or a scumbag, because there's not necessarily blood in the water, blood on the ground, but someone who has half a brain can see what I sort of was hinting at. Uh, maybe the Americans did it. Enter Seymour Hirsch. Now, his name is famous because... He did a piece in 1969 that was actually exceptional. I mean, he intercepted a, a piece and actually had a source for a story um, in 1969 in Vietnam called the My Lai Massacre. And that is, uh, uh, in, in, okay, 1969, there was um, a company of about 100 um, infantry guys that went into a South Vietnamese village and... They massacred over 500 people. Um, many of them were women and children and old men, and it was horrible. Th these, uh, I'm not justifying anything at all. This is obviously very, very horrible because um, bodies, murders, pr uh, proof of rape, and a cover-up with these dudes who were, they were fresh off of the Tet. They lost a lot of people, heavy casualties. This company of soldiers, American soldiers, at the Tet Offensive, and they're still shell shock. Don't know what happened to them. 
Uh, and there was they, they grabbed this, even though they're in South Vietnam, again, this is we, we will address the My Lai massacre uh, and that uh, later. But shell shot guys go into a village. They're rounding people up expecting to see, even though they're in South Vietnam, North Vietnamese, because that's they did it uh, during the Tet Offensive. So they went in there, trigger happy, pissed off. Um, PTSD, all that stuff. Someone killed someone with a bayonet somewhere. Uh, the gunfire started. You get into the herd mentality, the killing mentality, the mob mentality. Went horrible. Um, and then they had officers that were in charge. And during the Vietnam era, uh, and you know this would happen now if there was a draft, the, the, the college-educated people, the smart guys, they get deferments. They don't go to war. Um, but the ones who do are all there's someone's got to be put in charge of something. So there's not competent people in charge. They're not stopping. I, I the way I think it went down in the Milan massacre was that some of the pilots that were flying air support looked down. They were looking out of like a Huey to do cast, and they're seeing shit going on. They had to land and like take people out and line them up by the helicopter. Like, what what is going on here? There was a cover up, and then uh, Seymour Hirsch got wind of it, and he wrote an article, and he was awarded the. Um, the Pulitzer Prize for for what he did covering the Milai massacre. Now that's over like that's like fifty three, fifty four years ago, and he really hasn't done shit since. And he's written stuff, but he's one of those guys. I've never met him. He strikes me as a scumbag, but he 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 never has a source. He's always got and from anonymous uh, high level intelligence source, and from anon there's ne- there's never um. He never has a source. He he wrote something about when um, Bashar al-Assad gassed his people in Syria a couple years back. He just broke, didn't break anything. Uh, he just, you know, but he came up with a story that said, uh, "Oh no, it wasn't Assad. It was it was Turkey, and Turkey did that." And like, the, it was proven wrong. And then when we went into to kill Bin Laden, he wrote a story uh, in May of 2015. Where he was saying uh, that that the intel like anonymous sources that this guy Seymour Hirsch has Seymour Hirsch has um, saying that well the intel people weren't real uh, they didn't really do this and uh, the Pakistanis it was the intel service that told the Americans that the Bin Laden raid was all staged and and Pakistan all knew about it how are they going to get into into Pakistan without being without them knowing about it and it never happened with the courier and the and the and the cia and the woman that found bin laden and i'm reading this story and it's laughable because this is like i will tell you if i've been there and and if i even i try to and and please let me know in the comments if i don't i try to tell you if if, without knowing someone i don't really want to talk about them or name them because i wasn't there and that's important to realize if you're not there unless you were there at the time and saw it happen you know you you don't you don't you only know what you were told Right, so I mean, okay, I wasn't on the intel piece that took f- how many years, five years or whatever, to track Bin Laden back, but I was certainly there when it was suggested to the team of twenty-three and the few agents that were there that one of the options is we can do um, a multilateral operation with the Pakistanis to go to Bin Laden's house, and everyone in the room is like, "Well, no, you can't tell anyone in Pakistan." Bin Laden will be gone tonight with a pina colada in his hand. Hopefully a virgin pina colada because he is a devout Muslim. But he's going to be gone. We can't tell. We didn't tell him. And I met the intel people that found him. And they're so professional, they are not going to say anything. But, I mean, that's insulting for that work, especially the woman that found Bin Laden. There were women on the team that found Bin Laden. I'd be pissed, man. 
But uh, and then he said um, they knew about it, and they there was a like the CIA got a safe house right next to Bin Laden house. That didn't happen. There's no fucking way you can do that. You can't move in there and put a bunch of white guys that don't how to don't know how to dress like Afghans and their beards look ginger like me. Like what are these Irishmen doing here? Did that ha- you know all the shit he said? This article didn't happen. And I, I was able to see all, a lot of this stuff happen. He said, when we got Bin Laden out of there and flew him out, we were cutting his body up and throwing pieces all over the Hindu cushion to drive out and like smoking a cigar with his dead hand. I, I actually, he didn't say that, I, but I just got this weird feeling um, of a cool portrait I could have someone paint. Didn't happen. We didn't desecrate the body. We didn't cut him up. We brought him back. Now, again, and I do say, well, were you there when he threw the... Um, Bin Laden's body in the ocean? Well, technically, no, I wasn't there. And they said, well, how can you prove that Bin Laden's body is not back at CIA in a big bucket of betadine? I'm like, mm, technically, I can't. But the other shit I know didn't happen. But Seymour Hersh is just writing this crap with to get attention. He did a good job in 1969. Who knows how he had that source? I don't think he even named that source, but he shows up with this shit. And um, he's, you know, he, he wrote um, something that was uh, published independently uh, in his newsletter, and it got huge attention. Um, you, why did it get huge attention? Now, think about this. Well, because Russia read it. So Seymour Hersh is saying, saying this stuff, and then Russia's like, well, that's fucking interesting. And, and to give him credit, it's an interesting story. Um, and um, so he kind of goes, goes through what would happen. And, and, and you got to figure, though, NATO was... was um, I mean, there was there wasn't really a reason for NATO this until now, and now NATO's going to keep getting the funding, and we're going to be there. Why in the world would the United States uh, and Norway? He's saying Norway and the United States did it. Uh, why would they risk putting a, a a wedge in between that? It's going to risk our uh, it would risk our our uh, relationship, the United States relationship with with Germany. You know, and fuel is going to spike everywhere. And even though we're not, we don't really care about um, natural gas. And not we, but I'm saying the administration doesn't care about natural gas. They don't want the prices to go up. Because maybe someone won't get elected or reelected or whatever, which is going to be hilarious if President Biden runs again. I can't wait to watch those. Well, they won't have a debate. So they'll figure something out. But it is worth taking a, a look at because, um, you know, it's an interesting story, but you can't put a lot of credibility behind it. And his story, I mean, it doesn't add up. The story that, that Seymour Hersh wrote does not add up. And um, just because simply with NATO, all we're, you know, because as the United States right now, not me personally, but the elites in the United States, the elites around the world, the ones that meet in Davos, um, NATO is, is a gl- they're globalists. They don't give a shit about the United States. They care about the global bullshit. Uh, and the, NATO is like a, it's a it's a global organization with U.S. leadership. Um, I mean, this is corrupt globalism with U.S. leadership. Why wouldn't you want to want to keep that? I like to think that we have a lot of fun. I know I am having fun here. I hope you're having fun listening and or watching. But we always seem to get back to security, whether it's physical security or, you know, at home driving, all that stuff. Going online without ExpressVPN is like changing while leaving your window wide open. You might not have anything to hide. I don't know what you're into. But why give random creeps a chance to invade your privacy? When you go online without a VPN, Internet service providers can see every single website you visit. Again, I don't know what your thing is, but nobody wants that. They can legally sell this information without your consent to ad companies and tech giants and then use your data to target you. When you use ExpressVPN, internet service providers cannot see your online activity. Your identity is anonymized 
by a secure VPN server. Your data is also encrypted for maximum protection when you're online. It's easy to use. Fire up the app and click one button. Phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. I like to use ExpressVPN simply for those reasons. I don't want anybody to see it. So you should probably do the same thing. I hate the pop-up ads. I don't like them. This works. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash the operator today. That's express, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash the operator. And you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash the operator. Keep it safe. So again, interesting, but it's it's um, it's incorrect. But it, it is it is fun to look at. I mean, it's, it's it's always fun to read some of those those books. I mean, Tom Clancy's more accurate than Seymour Hersh, but he he claimed the operation was devised with so the the operation meaning um, the one to blow up Nord Stream one and two was devised without using special operations in order to avoid notifying Congress. Um, you can so the t- Title Ten and Title Fifty of the U.S. Code are uh, Title Fifty is CIA. Title Ten will be uh, Department of Defense. But but a covert action pursued under Title Fifty is the part of the U.S. Code that allows the CIA to pursue covert action regardless of what assets are used. So that was us, Bin Laden, Title Fifty under the CIA because then you know you can potentially the whole you don't exist type shit. Uh, I didn't know much about it at the time, Title 10, Title 50. I don't care. This is a big mission. I want to go. Um, and technically, Congress maybe would be briefed, but I don't believe Congress was briefed on the bin Laden raid, which is why, again, technically you have to brief Congress even if it's under Title 50, right? So if it's a CIA covert mission, you still have to brief Congress lawmakers, I guess. Don't know if it happened for bin Laden, but um, the Hirsch article is saying that Congress would be briefed. Now, the way that Congress leaks, if I'm doing a major mission like that, I'm not telling them shit. But they're saying they would have been briefed, but it did, anyway, regardless, it didn't happen. Congress did not get briefed. And um, those requests are briefed to Congress every month. And so what Hirsch is saying is the, the CIA, so if we're not using, this is how it gets interesting, this is me reading the article, if we're not using special operations, the Navy, so they're saying that there was a, uh, an operation in the, um, the, the Baltic Sea where the Nord Stream pipelines are, and there was an operation between Norway and the United States. So what we're going to do is go in there and have an operation. They're saying it happened. Again, Hirsch is writing it, so you know it didn't happen. But they're going to use Navy deep water divers, and uh, Congress would have been notified, and um, it, they weren't. So that's that's just you know where one of the holes in the whole thing is again it stays interesting because wh- when and where does Congre- Congress get briefed because even in the skiff sometimes your um, classified documents end up next to your Corvette uh, and then they, he he suggested the operation was downgraded to avoid congressional notification and as far as I know that's not even a thing <laughs> but am I really paying attention. But uh, th- there would have been something if, if our assets were there. So he also, I'm saying this is a Norwegian exercise, just exercise, but we're using it to covertly bomb or put, put explosives on these pipelines, that a Norwegian Alta-class minesweeper was used in support of the divers during these operations, these exercises. And there's public tracking that shows all this stuff. None of Norway's five Alta-class ships were in the region during the exercise, even though you can say something's 
here, but you didn't notice, they they have tracking of where those five ships were. None of them were there. And he also said that a Norwegian P-8 that does marine tracking dropped a sonar buoy the day of the explosion, triggered the explosive. So now we have a P-8 flying over, drops a buoy that Navy deep-sea divers put on a um, uh, pipeline that's 180 to 300 feet down. Now, that's really interesting because we don't know uh, the deepest I've ever been is 120, and there's a certain when you dive, there are certain physics that go with what's happening in your body. And 120, I think, is the deepest we can go without approval of the chief of naval uh, naval operations. And that's to be a navy diver and not just a seal. That's diving open circuit, which is bubble scuba. Uh, and so then you're dealing with all, all sorts of different stuff. But to get down to 300 feet. When you go that deep, you need to stop at certain. I, I, if you want to get into diving later, please let me know. We can talk about the physics and the medicine and all that stuff. But when you get to certain pressures like that, as you come up, you need to stop to let yourself mellow out. And if you go down to 300 feet, there's something like you need to decompress, like be in a chamber for 30 days. And I'm pulling this shit out of my ass right now. So if you get the calculations and you want to add them up and tell me, because I didn't write any of this in my notes, that's just coming off the top of you know Senior Chief O'Neill's head here. Um, there's a lot of decompression that goes with that, and there's a lot of stuff on the way up, on the way down. And then, and then I was asking, okay, you're using Navy divers to do this. How proficient? They're not, they're not SEALs. So how proficient are Navy divers in using explosives underwater? And what kind of explosives are they? How are they rigging them up? So they can sit there for a number of months and wait for a P3 that's not in the area, drop a buoy, that's sonar, that blasts it. I mean, like I said, Tom Clancy, man, bam, good shit. Do the Navy divers know how to use these explosives? How deep were they down there? Do you stay at that uh, depth, or can you come up and then go back into a chamber that might be on a ship, and are you going to stay in there for 30 days? How big is the – think about this. How big is that chamber on a ship? Can you survive in a chamber for 30 days that's small? It's like getting in the trunk of your car, unless the trunk of your car was on that old show Pimp My Ride on MTV. It was like, yeah, I needed a bigger trunk, and they made it into a fish tank. I stole that joke from someone. Don't know who. Excellent joke. So um, he's saying all this nonsense that we that – we, uh, the, the Americans did it. Here, that's it. So the question that we were asking about uh, the Navy divers, the explosives, the ships that weren't there, the, the planes that they don't have. Okay, we're asking, did all this happen? Here's, a, here's what else you got to consider. Seymour Hersh is anti-American. He's certainly anti-establishment. He hates the intel community. He loves attention. And he hasn't been relevant for over 50 years. I think the guy is full of shit, doesn't have a source, not credible at all. So if we didn't do it and the Russians didn't do it, and I'm not saying we didn't do it. That's what we're going to get into in a minute. Um, who has the most to gain from blowing up that? Well, Ukraine, obviously. But they don't have the capability, do they? But they have done successful operations. What was that, uh, the Kerch Bridge that connects Russia to Crimea? I mean, they blew that up, and that was a very—it's uh, a technical uh, operation. And there was certain there, like, there was assassination attempts that uh, the Ukrainians tried to end up killing, like the the daughter of the target. And there were shellings near a nuclear plant where, if you miss, um, there could be a nuclear disaster. But they didn't miss bad enough to hit. And that's not saying you know sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. But again, war is. War is easier than it looks. It's pretty much as simple as it looks. So are these technical? Yes, but if they don't have the capability, but they're blowing up bridges, well, shit, do the Americans give them that? I don't know. 
and you're starting to get into um, uh, some very, very testy waters as far as how, how, how much are we going to back Ukraine? Are we giving him just Patriot missiles or are we moving it to, to um, rockets? Are we moving it to Bradley's? Are we getting into Abrams? Will we get into F-16s? How, how much are we doing? So then you go back to the interesting story. Like I said, I, didn't, I, you know, I think he's full of shit. Very interesting story. Um, who was who the only one who could pull this off? If it was attacked, if it was sabotage, who's the only country that could pull that off? That would be us. Now that makes it interesting. Because we didn't want to get sucked into World War I or World War II. So here's the question you ask yourself now. Will Vladimir Putin do anything about it? So uh, recently, I got a little what we would call in the military a smack on the PP. I got put in. Uh, I got to put it. I got shadow banned a little bit on a social media platform. I'm not going to say which one it was, but I I got put in Facebook jail because I I showed a video of me at the range shooting my EOTech and some night vision and laser things like that. And and here I was thinking there's a First Amendment, a Second Amendment, but they didn't like that. But uh, I went to. I said I was going to shoot again. I like shooting again. Ha- now speaking of shooting, have you checked out F1 Firearms yet? You got to check them out. It is worth going to see them. Find F1 Firearms and check out their pistols. Uh, they're kick-ass pistols. They're five and a half inch, uh, eight and a half inch. Uh, they have the same finishes on the guns that they always do, but they're coming with more, and that's worth seeing them just with the kick-ass uh, colors that they have. Uh, really light rail systems are custom, custom rest for your thumb and your finger, and like the finger rest to keep your index finger in line. With the apex of the trigger, uh, you can go over there to F1 Firearms. You can custom your ass off. Uh, everything from the grips. F1 Firearms is kind of like me, uh, people pleasers. I, I want to make people happy. That's just I can't help myself. But like the grips you, with the paracord and the like, I said the anodized colors are badass. Law enforcement, military model. So, AR10, AR15. They got the pistol calibers nine mil. Uh, every receiver set is fit out of the box. There's no wiggle. The uh, rails are contoured to the uppers. Uh, everything, like I said, customized the angle of the safety. So they're as pretty as you want them to be. They're as cool as you want to show off, and they are just ready for winning. Worth it for the colors, and you can get them with flamethrowers. I've heard I've seen it at a pool. Badass at some of the stuff we've done. But check out F1 Firearms. Totally worth your time. Because if you can, try to put yourself in uh, Putin's shoes. Imagine if... Uh, now, we did shut down our own pipeline, the Keystone Pipeline, because of it, it's bad for the environment. And it always seems like we pay attention to stuff that's bad for an environment as long as it fits our political agenda, and ours meaning the left's political agenda. The, the, uh, the, Nord, the, the uh, Keystone Pipeline is bad, even though that's the cleanest one. The, the stuff that we produce in the United States is the cleanest energy anywhere but we'll shut it down to to do what our fanatical um activists want and then we'll just try to buy it out of venezuela or we'll take it we'll take oil from somewhere else it's a lot dirtier but they don't pay attention to that when we spill off a train toxic gas into the air we you know we'll sort of mention it and and that's getting that's getting a little bit of attention now just because people are bringing it up. But initially, you don't, they didn't want to talk about that. They, I mean, are they mentioning the ecological disaster that the, the explosions at the Russian Nord Stream pipelines, what it's doing to the atmosphere now, what it did? It's a monster. These are, these are, these are worse than volcanoes, but we're not bringing it up because it doesn't, 
fit our agenda. But let's say, let's pretend for a second that we really cared about our own energy independence and we had something that was going to fund us, not just um, day-to-day life, not just our gas prices, not just our military, not just uh, everything. Let's say we had it. Let's say we wanted it. Let's pretend the Democrats cared about actual uh, energy. And the Russians did that to us. If we suspected that Russia blew up our pipelines, we would immediately say that's an act of war. And we would declare war on Russia. And we would say this is World War III. And I'm just trying to explain, uh, you know, how did this happen to Russia? So Russia's going to be pissed, and I just asked what, what will Putin do, do uh, about it. Let's say, for argument's sake, that, be, I mean, you know they were bragging about it, they being us. You know we were bragging about it, and by we, I mean a few people, to include the president, were saying, well, now it's at the bottom of the ocean. The, their pipeline is that's sort of saying it. If they did that, Congress didn't know about it. And I, I mentioned Title 50 before. You can't just go. You, you can't just go around Congress. It's a, it's an act of war if you blow up that pipeline. If we did blow up that pipeline, and they're kind of just nonchalant in D.C. about um, about the reaction. Putin's not crazy enough to do anything. And I I just mentioned we're the only ones that could do it. I mean you know maybe France, maybe England, maybe Germany. But still, that's those are NATO countries, and if NATO did this, it's an act of war, and that's a problem. So, what's what is what is when does Russia say enough is enough? Because we're fighting what they they love saying proxy war. They say the word proxy war. When does a proxy war turn into a real war? And they're just kind of kicking it around a little bit. Um, but now trade between Russia and China is going through the roof. China is trading with Russia. China is funding a lot of what Russia is doing in. In Ukraine now, they're basically funding the war. I mean, it's even to the point where the State Department told the United States, "Don't go to Russia. If if you have the chance to go to Russia, don't go to Russia." Okay, because I, I I was going to go to Russia. I'm not pl- me personally. I'm not planning on going to Russia, but if you go to Russia and they detain you, we saw it with you know Brittany Griner, the WNBA player who got rolled up with a little bit of weed, and they were looking for it because that's a bargaining chip. They didn't really care. But they, they rolled her up, and they, they did throw her into a gulag, made it a big stink, made us look weak, and then you know we're giving back um, major arms dealers for Brittany Griner. Well, there's still Americans over there, but they, they said not only uh, like a gulag might even be the best thing that could happen to you if you go to Russia because they're, they're talking about conscripting, like putting, conscripting you into the Russian army to go to the front and to fight the Ukrainians. And me personally, I don't want to be on either side of that. I don't want to be on the uh, China-funded Russian side. I don't want to be on the... U.S.-funded Ukrainian side. And it's all because we're just defending democracy. And you got you really got to be careful, again, when our politicians say, well, we're just defending democracy. That's their thing. We're, we're fighting the white supremacists and de- defending democracy because fascist, 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 Russia, Russia, Russia. Don't forget to put the Ukrainian flag in your bio. Something's going on, right? So China's fu- And China's going to be getting a lot of money too soon because... They moved into the trillion-dollar deposits they have in Afghanistan that we didn't even tap into because we're so nice, because we love to defend democracy, and we're going to instill Jeffersonian democracy into Afghanistan, even though they don't know what a clock is, and they think the moon is two inches wide. But they can't say that because they don't know what an inch is. But China's in there doing that. They're funding the war. Russia's had enough, which brings me to the... The air balloons and the UFOs. 
we saw the air balloon, the big balloon that went over the Aleutian Islands, went over Canada, and then it was spotted by some of my people. <laughs> I love when people say that, my people. Yeah, whatever. It was spotted by Montana in Billings. Was that, I mean, if that dude who spotted it in Billings didn't spot it, would would they have said anything or would they just let it go, which they ended up doing anyway? So it spots our, um, our, our missile bases in Great Falls, Montana. It rolls down to Missouri. It checks out where our stealth bombers are and then it rolls and it finally gets over uh, the ocean where they shoot it down and then we have a big usa moment because the most advanced fighter in the world shot down a balloon so that's one balloon um and that's china and we admit it's china but then there's more so all of a sudden during the super bowl they're talking about ufos uh they're 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 saying there's ufos flying over they're closing airspace over montana over the Great Lakes. They shoot one down over Lake Huron. <laughs> they shoot down another. But then they said it wasn't a balloon, but they're also saying, well, we can't say it wasn't a balloon. We can't. Say, I mean, we're at a time right now in this ridiculous, um, what, how, what, how dumb are these people, what we, what we can tell them? They're, they're not denying that it's not aliens. They're not telling you it's not aliens. We're not saying that it is, but we're not saying that it isn't. So the, and, and there's not even a, a, a peep in the room. Of reporters, oh, it could be aliens, and, and there's other stuff over uh, over Canada that Justin Trudeau says he gave the order. Apparently, in an F-16 shot something down. Now, the thing is, too, um, I guess the pilot missed with a Sidewinder missile um, shooting at a balloon. So that, I mean. Granted, the F-16 is not our most advanced. They're great fighters, and I guess they're excellent dogfighters, but you're missing a balloon with a sidewinder. And they say, well, no, no, the missile missed. Okay, the missile missed. Or did the pilot miss? Or did the technology miss? But you missed a a missile. Remember when they were were so concerned, we don't want to shoot that balloon down over Montana because the debris from the balloon could fall down and hurt somebody? Well, that wasn't going to happen. But they don't seem to care, and I don't think anybody asked, well, where did that missile go that we shot? I mean, maybe we shot it over Lake Huron, but did it go on? We we don't know if it went on land and hit somebody. They kind of blew that off. So we're shooting things down, and we are talking about aliens. And and I think the reason that they're saying these could be aliens, we're not saying they're not, is because they want you to be distracted. They want you to think about aliens. They don't want you to know what's actually going on. What is actually going on? If there were potential aliens flying over this country and Barack Obama was president, he would address the country. The president would. If Donald Trump was president, he would have addressed the country or at least given a Super Bowl interview. President Biden, you see, the only thing you see more than the back of his bald head is someone telling him where to go or the Easter Bunny telling him not to talk to the press. He's given, I think, seven or eight, maybe maybe seven or eight, one-on-one interviews with softball reporters. They're not asking him anything real. And then the, se- the secretary comes out, Jean-Pierre, and just kind of laughs it off, and it's no big deal. And they want you distracted for a number of reasons. Why, why are they doing this? Because they don't want to say the truth. These, these aren't aliens. These are not life forms that come down through our atmosphere and are checking us out because i mean how american is that though 
How Earth is that? The first contact we make with extraterrestrial life is to kill them. That's Earth, baby. I don't understand it, so I better kill it. But that's not happening. If something is, I mean, the, you know light years is the, the uh, at the speed of light you can get, how far you can get in a year is a light year, and they're saying how many millions of light years Let's even go uh, conservative with that. Thousands of light years away. It takes a couple thousand years to get here. If, if some life form has the technology to either bend space and time to get to a spot, travel that far, or the technology to be alive long enough to go that far and to have... I mean, think about if it's being manned by aliens and they had to travel for that long. They have the technology to stay alive that long. And they also have the soldiers or pilots or scientists willing to stay in a spacecraft to go that far these are these would be I, I don't know if i can call them serious dudes serious ets but they're serious they're on there they have better technology than an f-16 we're not going to shoot down an alien life form with an f-16 that would be us shooting down uh, an alien life form that came from a different galaxy would be the same as Mike Tyson getting his ass whipped by a baby. That's not going to happen. I mean, let's say that Mike Tyson was fighting a baby. Even if Mike Tyson didn't fight in the first round, didn't throw a punch in the first round, and the round is a draw at 10-10, whenever Tyson decides to throw a punch, he's going to beat the shit out of that baby, right? <laughs> and that's, that's just the end of the fight. That's the same way that it would happen with an alien on us. We didn't shoot it down, but our press... Our politicians love it that we're distracted like that for a number of reasons. Why, why are they doing that? Is it because they're going to start releasing some names of people who went to Epstein's Island? Because you got Maxwell in prison, and apparently she was trafficking. She got like 20 years in prison for trafficking kids for sex to no one. Is that list coming out? Should we be distracted? Is um, what, what the, the, the Hunter Biden laptop, now that Republicans are in charge and they're definitely investigating and writing nasty letters, which is basically the most that they'll do, is, is that going to prove how deep some of our politicians are with China? How China has us by the short and curlies? Who is involved? Which may, Maybe they're distracting us because they can just decide to put this off to the side. Are they distracting us because now that we've, potentially blown up pipelines now that china is funding russia in ukraine um maybe they're probing us not in the good way maybe uh maybe these are i mean these aren't aliens these these are developed somewhere china and russia are probing us to see our response i have been doing this podcast for a number of weeks now once a week we might get up to more than that i have been on other ones and it seems like we always end up talking about workouts nutrition things like that it's whether you get up early in the morning and people the ice baths are great but some people are taking them before a workout they said it never felt better always looking for energy and diet and i asked if you've heard of ketones what they are they are a natural source of fuel for your body ketones are often created when your stored carbs are depleted triggering your body to convert fat into ketones for fuel Unlike fats, however, ketones can cross the blood-brain barrier, allowing ketones to fuel both the brain and the body. Compared to other sources of energy like glucose or fat, ketones are a more efficient fuel that can produce more power while using less oxygen. 
I, I, when I take it, I feel amazing. That's all I'm saying. Now, you can find Ketone IQ at HVMN.com. That stands for Health Via Modern Nutrition. So visit HVMN.com and use the promo code THEOPERATOR at checkout and save 20%. Again, that's HVMN.com, promo code THEOPERATOR, 20% off. Ketone IQ is brain fuel. It's a boost. Uh, it's a zero sugar, zero caffeine energy boost. Use it daily, first thing in the morning, whenever you need to re-energize for a wave of clean energy and sharp focus. Here's something cool. 60% of the contestants, competitors at Tour de France use Ketone IQ, and none of them are keto. It's just really good stuff. HVMN.com, promo code THEOPERATOR. And so they they tell you about these... Uh, UFOs or what do they call them? UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon. They're changing it up, and they're they're gonna put together a committee to look into this because that's what we do is we make more committees, and and committees in the U.S. government are never good because they never go away. Um, these focus groups, the crazy eights, whatever the shit they call them, the gang of eight, uh, they never go away. But the one, but they are telling you about some of these because UFOs are fascinating, and. They know we're going to pay attention to that, but we're not going to pay attention to other things. Did you know there is a there, they they were mentioning the media barely mentioned it, but there was a Russian spy um, ship off the coast of Hawaii, and it was spotted by the Coast Guard, and it's doing different drills. It's changing direction. It's trying to avoid detection at all costs. And I mean, technically, yes, they it, it's not in our waters yet. It's in international waters, but the Coast Guard spotted them, and there's. Um, millions of square miles <laughs> it's, it's a big place the pacific of square miles that they can look at but the media sort of said they saw one um and it's, it's just looking at, at our responses and these drones and these uh weather balloons these uh pentagon shaped things that are flying where the pilots um don't know they're not showing in the, these uh aircraft aren't showing us any signs of propulsion we don't know why it's up there it's floating and the pilots know that. But then there was another one with uh, where the pilot said he saw some saw something that could have been a hypersonic missile fly over him. And there's audio of that. It's pretty cool. I don't know if you can see a hypersonic missile because I know I know normal slow missiles go pretty fast. But he said it was something really really fast that was shot over them. How true is that? I don't know. And there's so, such good technology. Maybe somebody made that up. But the media admitted that there was. Uh, an intel gathering ship off of Hawaii sort of probing, but then they released photos of several uh, that came out of nowhere. And these are just, uh, I don't know if they're boats or ships, but they're Russian-made. And uh, it, it almost looks like, are, are China and Russia looking at how we respond? What What is the pulse of the United States? I'll tell you that right now. Based on, uh, we, we don't have a, a taste for war. We never do until we get sucked in. You know, we want to be peaceful, and we're, we all hate each other until, I don't know, towers fall in Manhattan. And even look at that. Now, we, there's so many people out there talking about the conspiracy theories. That's neither here nor there. I don't know if we've touched on that or we eventually should. But uh, China and Russia looking together. China funding Russia. You know who else is going to get involved? Iran. I know they want to say Iran. I, Iran. I don't care. But um, they have oil. And China needs oil. They have access to the water, and Russia wants that. They want their bases there. They can all get into Afghanistan. I mean, I, I, I run, Iran, <laughs> I don't care, um, 
they're hosting Al Qaeda too. So Al Qaeda doesn't care for anybody. But if you can if you can host us in the enemy of my enemy is my friend type shit. Did you know that we just shot down a drone over Syria that was made in Iran? And they're just looking for uh, more reserves. They're looking for ways to hurt us. What are we doing there? We have troops in Syria. So Iran's involved. Russia and China involved, and they're probing us to see what will happen. What are, what are we going to report on? Um, what kind of warfare would that bring in 2023, 2024? Because have you noticed we lose power grids sometimes? We've had uh, trains derail. That's pretty big. We have um, water supplies get attacked. We have power grids getting attacked, energy getting attacked. Random stuff, but is it random? Well, we don't know because the first thing that happens is we just say, well, that must have been the white supremacists or the Nazis because the biggest threat to democracy is white supremacy. Don't worry about the potential Axis powers. Do you remember Axis powers in World War II? Germany, Italy, Japan, the Axis powers? Well, shit, there's Russia, China, and Iran. We're fighting in Ukraine. Who's fighting in Ukraine? Well, we are. Russia is. The Ukrainians are. I mean, who who's getting killed? Well, the civilians, they don't matter. Because, the, I mean, we barely care about voters here. You think they give a, a rip about voters in Ukraine? <laughs> you don't need to vote there. One of the, uh, the best sayings is, a dictator will burn his country to the ground just to rule over the ashes. And they're just trying to distract you. We are, uh, I mean, today we're talking about the horrible derailment of uh, that train in East Palestine, Ohio, and it's leaking into the Ohio River, and it's killing animals because of the thing, the, the train went off the rails. I'm not, no, I'm not saying it's sabotage, but it went off the rails, and these uh, cars are sitting there, and they decided to do a controlled burn. Uh, vinyl chloride. There's vinyl chloride there. They're going to burn it. And I don't know if you know this, but vinyl chloride, I believe, and I'm not a scientist, but I, I hope you can tell me I'm right or wrong. When, when vinyl chloride is blown up and burned, it turns into something called phosgene. And phosgene was the most dangerous and deadly chemical weapon used in World War I. So that's back when uh, using chemical weapons was cool. They use phosgene, and that's serious burns to your lungs and serious burns to your skin. Uh, it's poison gas, and this the people that the people that are living near East Palestine are saying it looks like a war zone, and you really should get out of there. But these the the administration is saying, well, you know, you, the for, at first you should um, get get to some hotels. Now, I, th- I think that the average household cold, the average household income there again. My I don't have. The facts here, but I think it's around $45,000 a year. So you're not going to be rolling out and staying in hotels just because they said, no, go get hotels, use it, put it on your credit card, and we'll reimburse you. <laughs> the government's going to reimburse you. But if you notice, trains have been, um, been derailing um, in a lot of different places. We, we, this administration constantly brags about their. Uh, 2,700-page infrastructure investment bill that I think costs around $1.2 trillion, which is a whole lot of money. Look, look up how long it would take you to count to a trillion. And we throw that word around like it's nothing. But they're always bragging about, look at the investment, the reinvestment in this country and the infrastructure. Well, the trains are derailing. 
Where's the money going? We have Secretary Booty Judge, who, who he was rolling around. He's, he's, he said something in a statement, but he was more talking about when, when um, construction sites roll through your town and then they roll to different parts of town and the locals can't help but notice in, in uh, neighborhoods that are predominantly minorities, predominantly African-American, and they'll say, notice the guys in the, the hard hats don't look like the people that are from here, mostly white guys. So instead of talking about a, a horribly bad chemical disaster, a catastrophe, if you will, Secretary Booty Judge is just talking about, um, look at these racist roads. And they don't even work. The wards aren't even working. We're in a place right now where it's not uncommon. You'll probably hear someone t- today say the term the canary in the coal mine. A canary in the coal mine is uh, coal miners... Miners used to bring a canary in a cage down in the coal mine. And once the canary dies, it's time to leave the coal mine. Check check the animals. See how the animals are acting. So the fish are dying in the Ohio River right there. That The river that is the main water source for 10% of this country. And I don't mean just drinking, but I do mean drinking water. But also the water when you turn it on in your house. What if you're bringing phosgene into your house? Are you showering with a chemical weapon that was used in World War I? And what, what are we doing about it? They're, well, they're trying to shut it up. They're really trying not to cover it. That's why uh, the president hasn't mentioned it. Booty Judge barely mentioned it. He's the tra- transportation secretary, and all they do is brag about how awesome the infrastructure is and, and how, um, how much equity there is in this, in this bridge that we can't build. Like, they, they put bridges up in Florida after a hurricane like in a weekend. And we can barely get trains to stay. I mean, it's good sabotage if it is. Are you derailing trains? Because I mean, you got to wonder what type of stuff is going on. Uh, look at TikTok. That's how China's coming in to uh, spy on us. But we don't care as long as we can have nurses shaking their asses during a, a pandemic. That's another, another, another thing, too. They're, um, they're, these are the same people that said you need to wear a mask outside. And they have, like, they're looking at us the... We the voters, we the people. They're looking at us like uh, the powers that be. They're looking at us even when there were concerts allowed, allowed during the, the worst pandemic in the history of the planet. You can still go to stadiums and they're looking at, we, look, we made all these idiots wear masks that we know don't work. We can definitely convince them about aliens. But wear the mask, mask up, uh, social distancing. If you have a cough, you got to be, we're going to throw you into isolation. Um, but this, this one where, where it's, it's, it's killing fish, a woman went outside in East Palestine for her four, or five hens and a rooster, all dead. There are big canaries that lay eggs. Well, they used to lay eggs, but they don't anymore for some weird reason because we can't have uh, the, the, uh, the people who are actually in charge know that if they control the food, they control the populace. If they control the idiots wearing masks all the time, we can control what they say. That's the whole thing. Like uh, there was a picture of a woman who was killed in Oakland. She ran a bakery, and she was a self-proclaimed anarchist. One of the pictures they showed of this woman killed during a botched um, um, robbery, she was wearing a mask in front of a mask mandate sign. If you're if you're an anarchist, but you're doing everything the government tells you to do, you're doing it wrong. You're not an anarchist. But we're going to believe anything they say. So now they're, they're the, the, potentially the worst ecological disaster we've ever seen, other than when someone blew up those pipelines, is happening right now. And all they're saying is, yeah, you can go back home. 
um, should we be drinking the water? Well, I'm the you know uh, I think uh, I think. Jesse called him um, Ohio Fauci, the doctor with the bow tie. If I see a doctor with a bow tie on TV that looks like a little worm, I'm not going to listen to him anymore. But uh, <laughs> Waters said that. It's not mine, but I, I love Ohio Fauci. And he's just, he's, is it safe to drink? Well, I, I'd stick with bottled water. Right. But is it safe to drink? I, I drink bottled water. Um, you can work. Go back to work. You don't need to wear a mask. This is something where, shit, maybe the masks do work. We're not even going to try to find out because this is not our demographic. We, we don't really care about the voters. This is happening. And they're, all they're doing is they're worried about um, the company that runs this place. Norfolk Southern, I think is called. I'll look that up. I could be wrong. Uh, I better be right. But um, the, uh, the, the, these, these railroad companies, if we know so much about the infrastructure and the railroad companies, should, why are the lobbyists telling Congress they don't need to worry about funding them and making the emergency breaks Safe, because this is exactly what they're saying, and I don't know what to believe, like I mentioned earlier. They're saying the reason that this train derailed near East Palestine, Ohio, is because the emergency brakes failed. Why? It's because of the company Norfolk Southern and because of the lobbyists that they have in D.C., and they have them everywhere. They're, I think they're involved in the primaries of certain spots just so they can keep running their their really expensive railroad through the uh, trains through different different uh different states and carrying their stuff and they're not going to take anything serious because the lobbyists are giving money to the politicians and I'm, i don't feel like going into that now um but th- they only pay attention to what they say fits in their climate agenda we got humpback whales washing up all over the east coast humpback whales just dying and i'm sure there's you know i'm surprised they haven't said but, well because they uh, they didn't get vaxxed the but the whales is it because of the probing to put wind farms out in the Atlantic Ocean? Well, we can't talk about that, though. Because humpback whales washing up near, <laughs> near casinos in Atlantic City is uh, not, nor- is not uh, noteworthy. But they're going to tell you what's right and what's wrong. The, the EPA, be very, very weary of any three-letter agency. The EPA, the ATF... Sometimes the FBI, three-letter government agencies that aren't elected making laws. The, uh, the EPA, is, they're not lawmakers, but they can make your business miserable if you fuck with them because they can put regulations on you. And that's, I mean, how, how are they doing that? Uh, the EPA is saying, uh, they're saying right now, basically they're saying like you sprained your ankle in a, in a middle school football game. Just walk it off. You don't need a mask. Walk it off. The EPA is saying it's okay. You know that they said it was safe to go to the wreckage EPA did at 9-11? And there are people still dying of cancer that they caught on 9-11. The EPA said that the burn pits where soldiers are... A burn pit is where you burn duty. Uh, It's not a good job. It's usually an E1, E3, out there burning duty. They said the burn pits in Iraq and Afghanistan were fine. Go out there and burn it. You're going to be fine. No, they're not. They're getting cancer. Flint, Michigan, the water's fine. No, it's not. The EPA has been wrong, but they're right about this. These are bureaucrats in D.C. These are unserious people working on a distracted populace making up fake problems. But they don't want to mention that. You know that um, I think we just sold another um, 28 million barrels out of the strategic oil reserve, and we're... We're, that will put us down to the spot that we were at as far as strategic oil for an actual problem, um, the levels that it was in 1983. So we're at that level. 
We're not exactly topped off, but we're selling that stuff. Why? Because, and, and to whom? Who's, who are we selling this oil to, by the way? That's a good question. Probably China. Why? Ask yourself, why would we sell our strategic oil that's there for an emergency, for a major emergency, like, I don't know, World War III? Why are we selling it? Because we want to avoid a further spike in gas prices. Why would we want that? Oh, because we, don't, we want it to be uh, politically advantageous for us. We need to get the votes because, yeah, we just had midterms. We're having a presidential election in two years, which means, oh, this is going to be fun. We're going to really start politicking in, in April. We'll see what happens there. I'm sure you'll, you'll hear about it. You, I, you, will, you will hear about Norfolk Southern. <clears throat> Dig in a little bit, see who their lobbyists are, see who they work with. Watch how fast they try to make this go away. It's not good for business. It's not good for politics. Plus, it's not their demographic. I mean, the, the majority of the people in this, well, for now, who's being affected are mainly Trump voters. So um, we're just not serious. We'll, we'll just pretend. I mean, the Secretary of Transportation, this, this should be in his MO. But he's gearing up for a run, too. He's going to run for president, too. And I'm surprised he hasn't said, you guys are only attacking me because I'm gay. That's what they do sometimes. All, they, all they're going to do is um, <clears throat> when, we, um, when we have an issue that we can't explain, you got to bring up equity, and you only hate me because I'm this, and you're bad, and you're a fascist. <laughs> a lot of these people are, uh, they are they're, they're right, and they're not right, they're wrong. We can't prove they're wrong for eight months to a year, but they're going to scream at you now. Another saying I've heard is, the truth doesn't change no matter how loud you scream at it. But that's what they're doing, and it's, and it's important to pay attention. Um, China's involved. China's concerned because um, here's another episode that we can talk about. China's very concerned about maintaining their elderly population because they had the one-child-only issue and forced abortions. But now that the elderly are there, now let me wrap your – I'll wrap your mind around this craziness. We have a problem with the elderly because now we don't have enough working-age people to support the elderly, support the economy. Could you imagine – out of nowhere, could you imagine – if, okay, China doesn't care about their people either. They care about world dominance. We have a problem because our young people cannot support our old people and our economy because of the old people. If only we could invent a biological weapon that killed old people. Put that one in your pipe and smoke it. So I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but it is important to back up a little. Make sure you check your sources too. Uh, I love when Glenn Beck says, don't believe me. Look at the sources. You do your own digging. And you should do your own digging. And it's important to see how fast do things go away that, that uh, aren't in the, the agenda. There was a shooting in, um, um, in Michigan recently. That's, that'll go away quick, too, because it wasn't a crazy white guy doing the shooting. And it'll, that doesn't, doesn't fit. What kind of gun was he using? Boy, it better be a certain gun because uh, it needs to be a certain gun to fit our agenda. Otherwise, we'll just kind of bury it. So that's that for now. Um, I have a ton to talk about. I, I should probably be talking more than once a week. Um, I, I love podcasts. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close with this one. Um, my friend Sean Ryan, he runs the Sean Ryan Show. I've been on that, and he's just a great dude, a great patriot, a killer storyteller. He's also a dude. Uh, i got to learn how to do this. When he interviews people, Sean Ryan, he, uh, he actually lets them talk. He doesn't ask a question just so he can answer the question. It's not like being on a primetime show on cable news where someone asks you a question and yet they answer their question for you. Sean doesn't do that. But recently, he had a, uh, a guy from uh, 
the Canadian Special Forces on, and he was talking about, and, and I think his team has the longest sniper kill in history, and I've worked with the Canadian Special Forces, and I love those dudes. Uh, they're awesome. They, they were referred to as the most polite killers in the world, but these guys are shooting people past 3,000 meters. They go by meters, but uh, 3,000 meters, this guy got a kill, and <clears throat> I haven't listened to the interview in full because it got yanked. Um, the, the, uh, social media giants yanked it because they're saying there was, um, classified information that was being put on. I don't know. I can't do that. I do my best to, uh, I don't try to talk about classified stuff when, uh, the books that I've written, both of them, both the operator and the way forward were put through the process through the department of defense. And when they read it, the way the, the process works is they, they, you, they give it to a department, they read it. And if there's another department mentioned, they give it to that department and uh, they read it. And I mean, to a point. Um, uh, it, it goes to everybody and, th- and they have a chance to redact stuff People always redact stuff Just because they need to It's same as an end of tour award It got to me so I must do what I must do But uh, I went through the process Canada's pissed off at this guy They're saying he didn't go through the process Because I think up with that, ca- that communist uh, uh, regime Up in, in Canada They don't like people to admit That their guys are awesome And their guys are killers Which these dudes are And they're awesome I mean to the point where I I may have told the story When we had the Canadian Special Forces At our place in Virginia Beach At the the compound And we were drinking beers And we were having the uh, hot sauce contest And one guy took a teaspoon Hawk took the uh, His name was Hawk Took a shot of the hottest hot sauce in the world He was good for a while Then he turned red Then he turned pale Then we had him on a stretcher Then people were I think we're pumping his stomach Which I'm not sure you're supposed supposed to do i don't know if you pump your stomach when it's something hot like that but it's 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 going out one of the two ways it's going through the front door or it's blasting out your o-ring it's going to be hot because you put it in there on a bet or whatever but you know it was involved but i guess this guy on the sean ryan show said something the canadian government hated it they sent him a cease and desist letter um so um you know we, we got to support sean and uh, obviously the Canadian Special Forces and the the people of canada are awesome it's just again the powers that be who were in the know who were not in the know, who can keep you out of the know, they're pissed off. And Canada, by the way, uh, again, Canada's great, love the people, been out there. I, go, I went to that, uh, the Toronto Comedy Fest, I think, and it's just incredible, awesome food, great stuff up there, great people. But Canada gets, a, the, the country itself and their government gets a little big for their britches because they, get, they basically get free defense because we're here. And no one's going to invade Canada because the United States is here. So the way I put it is Canada is America's hat. Mexico is America's beard. And then obviously Florida is our big, huge dong. So if you can remember that and keep a big, huge dong, you're never out of the fight. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.